This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, thank you for hanging in there with me. We were dealing with some technical issues right up to the wire, and luckily we got them fixed. And so we're here with a brand new live show, but a little late on starting the watch party. Yeah, just now shared. That's why if you're tuning in and you see me looking down at my phone and just texting away, I'm actually posting to uh, our social media page and just getting it out there. And you're very welcome, my friend. Uh, if I would have known we were going to have like the uh, the the hip hop hour this morning, I, I would have <laughs> jumped on about ten minutes earlier. Yeah, uh, I jumped on, and uh, my initial reaction with Chris is I thought he was messing with me and added a new feature to the show as his hello was hello 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 hello. I'm like, what the hell is that? It did sound well, like good morning to you too, Peppy. <laughs> sounded like something straight out of a cartoon. I. Uh... Don't it know. really did, and I thought you were messing with the segment or something. Didn't know, but uh, nonetheless, good morning, my friend. Working on four hours of sleep. I look pretty damn good if I do say so myself. You know I'm what? ready for the third day, my friend. You sound good, too. You know, I was expecting uh, maybe a little bit of a horse, Tony, uh, this morning, but uh, that's Mr. not Mr. Cracky, boo, boo, boo. So can you say, don't have the Rona. Uh, I did gargle some uh, warm, hot water beforehand, so I had a clearer voice today. So uh, definitely freshened up for uh, four hours of sleep. So brain just wouldn't <laughs> shut off last night. Got home uh, after midnight, and I was definitely not rocking to the dawn like Judas Priest, but nonetheless, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that being said, you know, let's go ahead and uh, start off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, you know that uh, Jesse and I are getting married at some point. Hey, we Jesse! We haven't put congrats, a, by the way. Thank you very much. We haven't put a date on it yet, but you know what? With the whole world of coronavirus and all the weird things happening right now, trying to find a location is very, very difficult. If traditional wedding venues are out, what would you mm -hmm. recommend, Tony, as an alternative wedding venue? Oh, Absolutely, 100% a beach uh, overlooking a beautiful ocean or lake. You do happen to have the most beautiful lake in the whole wide world in your backyard. Agreed. I would suggest Lake Tahoe. Shoot, you could really do it anywhere. You 
You guys love October. You love the Halloweeny. I mean, you don't love the weenie, but you love the <laughs> Halloween theme of things. You could always have a fun Halloween themed wedding. You guys could really theme it up and just make it fun. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do tradition. In fact, tradition, no offense to anybody out there, while I respect it and I admire it, it's kind of, you just kind of nowadays just free to be creative. Be you, make it yours. Yeah. Don't do the same old mundane stuff. Make it fun. Exciting. <laughs> well, we're certainly not religious people, so it's not like we're going to have a ceremony, in, <laughs> ceremony in the church. But uh, in any case, there are other avenues to get married at, like this couple. Electric Avenue? Oogaloo? No. Well, no, I was going to, if you were going to rock down to Electric Avenue. Oh. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> not so much then, huh, homie? Uh, so a couple have moved their wedding to a McDonald's restaurant after their original venue oh, canceled wait. twice because of coronavirus. Wait, did you say McDonald's? Good news, everyone. Oh. That, that's, a, that's a winning, winning combination right there. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, Melissa Russell, a 27-year-old McDonald's worker, is set to wed fiancé Shannon McKenna, 26, at the fast food restaurant in Motherwell. The couple were heartbroken when their original venue called twice in just 12 weeks because of the pandemic. The lovebirds were racing to find a replacement due to the failing health of Melissa's father. Luckily, Melissa's okay, boss of six years, Kate Walker, who owns and operates the McDonald's in Motherwell, came to the rescue. The franchise owner agreed to host the reception, which will be celebrated after the couple get hitched on Saturday. Shannon told the Daily Record, We've had so much back and forth with venues and dates having to be canceled due to COVID restrictions. We're just delighted Kate and her team have agreed to host our special day. It's so important to us that Mel's dad can see us get married and McDonald's have helped make that possible. We've been looking forward to this day for so long. Uh, I understand uh, the reason why, but still the venue is me. Nah, the venue is where you lose me. They, I'm not da 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 da. I'm not loving that. I don't even know these people. Like, dude, I get that. I mean, it was sad when you started mentioning that the father, you know, is declining health, wasn't doing good, need to get down that. Like, couldn't you just do a court wedding? Like, just go courtside, you know? Like, right. just go to the courts, maybe go, or, dude, you gotta have it in the backyard. There's no permits needed. I'm sure you got friends that have at least a decent backyard. You would you think know? so. Yeah, just do up something like that. I think that's more classier than McDonald's. McDonald's is kind of ghetto, bro. Yeah. Well, and the, the yeah. fact that they're doing it at her work, I mean, would you do a Costco wedding? No. <laughs> and people do that. Do they no. really? <laughs> yes. I can't imagine loving... It, it's, it's rare, but it has happened. I've seen pictures. I've read articles. Uh, there's They have the sentimental stuff like, this is why I had my first churro with my husband. It was delicious. <laughs> eh, no, dude. I don't care. I love my company and I love where I work, but I hell I ain't ever get married at Costco. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't at this blame point, you. I probably never get married anyways, but still. Ah, don't say that. I'm, I'm sure it'll happen for you. Well, you folks, never know. We got to play the role of the residential bachelor. There you go. Well, folks, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is Thursday, the third day. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day. All right, Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday? When? Huh? What day? Thursday! <laughs> the third day, okay? <laughs> On today's show, as we do each and every Thursday, we talk about America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It's, it's huge. Today it is huge. <laughs> big, big, big Florida penis. Though. It is Florida, man. 
We have a topic called Come Back Now, You Here? Our call-in topic today <laughs> is Terrifying TV. We have another edition of Missed Connections. Oh, we love those Craigslist Missed you Connections. You tell me you love me, then why did you leave me all alone? <laughs> we round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. Now, unless you've been living under a rock and not following the show, then you don't know about the Phoenix Line. The Phoenix Line is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you had your wedding at a McDonald's or a Costco. Who knows? Yeah, I did the wedding. Aunt Myrtle, she got crazy in these chicken nuggets, and then she made out with Uncle Ed. It was crazy. <laughs> See, Myrtle and Ed, they're not together. Yeah, Myrtle's on mom's side, Ed's on dad's side. They made out over a thing of spicy chicken nuggets. It was getting weird and spicy. <laughs> well, if that's you, we want to hear from you on the Phoenix line, that number 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of entertaining, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Ron Burgundy. Now, Tony is on here. All right, kids. Good morning. It is Thursday, the third day. Who, what, when, where, why, how? October 28th today? Ninth. Are we in the 9th? It's the 9th. I can't keep up. It's the 29th. Fast five. The Filippo Fast five, that is. Let's roll. All right. Star Wars fans out there that picked up the EA game Star Wars Squadrons, which dropped the beginning of this month, well, celebrate in uh, honor of celebrating the launch of the Mandalorian season two. It's out tomorrow. Yes. Um, it, there's some free download content available. It includes a decoration of Baby Yoda and lots of uh, it has Mando's ship and a few other things. And the best part, it's free. Download the you get the game. Download materials free. You can ride with Baby Yoda on your dashboard, baby. Right on. It sounds like they're yeah. learning from their uh, Star Wars Battlefront debacle. Yes, they are. Uh, jumping over to Warner Brothers. Uh, they are still committed to releasing uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day. Uh, they are dead set on not letting that slip. So uh, as of right now, it is happening Christmas Day. All of us and Wonder Woman in the theater. It's going to be glorious. A glorious day. That. Hey, th this one's going to tie to you and uh, Jesse. Just don't get married at McDonald's, please. Nope. Friends friends don't let friends get married at McDonald's. I will bitch slap you. You don't get married at McDonald's. Nope. But I digress, and I went off a tangent there, because where I was going with this is Ted Lasso oh, has man. been renewed for season three. Jason Sudeikis stars as Ted Lasso. You have told me about the show. Uh, the three or four episodes I've seen thus far, very funny. Uh, it is on Apple TV+, Plus, so that out it Season is our three, favorite show on tv right now 
by far. Oh, you're going to love it, man, because you get a third one. Yes. Here's a show you don't love, though, and spoiler alert, if you watch it, Mass Singer fans, you have... Okay, that's your warning to go. That was your spoiler alert. I didn't really give you a warning other than a long pause there. Your muffs. Uh, last night, uh, the one that was in the Lips costume, mm, I haven't watched the season, um, the, she got voted off or he got voted off. No, it was a she. The Lips person was talk show host Wendy Williams. Say what? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So far this season, they, uh, Mark Sanchez was on last week. He was was he he got voted off. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, former Denver Bronco quarterback Sanchez there, yes. And lastly in the Fast Five, uh, some band that Christian and I may know or have hung out with before, Danish-American rock and rollers Volbeat will release Rewind, Replay, Rebound live in Deutschland, digitally worldwide, November 27th. The new 27th song set features songs recorded during the sold-out German leg of last year's Rewind, Replay, Rebound World Tour, along with two additional tracks recorded earlier on the tour. Mm, that's enticing. Yes. The album marks the first official live recordings of all 11 songs from the band's latest studio album, Rewind, Replay, Rebound. Let's take a drinking game. How many times did I say those three words? <laughs> okay, good morning. As well as fan favorites from throughout the band's career played in front of their diehard German fans in cities such as Stuttgart, Cologne, and Hamburg. I probably butchered one of those. The set mixed by longtime Volbeat collaborator Jacob Hansen will be available for streaming and download from your favorite digital service. And that was kind of not a fast five. It was a little lengthy five. Yeah. But nonetheless, that was the Filippo Fast Five. Let's all move on to the actual entertainment news. Um, I know you know this show. Most people that watch this show probably know it. But are you tiny? Are you toony? I am a, Are you little, a little loony. Just a little bit. Okay, well, good news, my friends. Tiny Tunes is coming back. Hello, nurse. Hey, you had it. Hey, you had something tied to that. I looked up Tiny Tunes sound bites. Couldn't find one. At least not on my site. Uh, but the impending return of Animaniacs on Hulu wasn't enough to quench your 90s cartoon nostalgia. The Tiny Tunes are going to help. The beloved animated series is due for a comeback in the forms of Tiny Toons Luniversity. Um, and I just, well, then they put the Tiny Toonie, they're back for a rebooty. Um, <laughs> nice pun there. Uh, it ran from 90 to 92 and chronicalized the, chronicalized the misadventures of a new generation of Toon students stunder, studying under the classic Looney Tunes cast. It later became a midstay of the kids' WB animation block with Animaniacs, Batman Beyond, and others. Uh, this show will be taking place. Um, it's going to be new and Buster, Babs, Plucky, and all the characters will be back with the exception of Elmira or, mm. or Elvira. I she think, won't be there. Was it, is it I, Elmira? I think it's, it's Elmira, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to love you and squeeze you and give you hugs. And she, but basically because she was tied too close to Elmer Fudd. They're just going to do away with her. So. Gotcha. Uh, the, the voice actress that does her tweeted that out yesterday and was sad, uh, which is a bummer. She was a, she was a part of that show. It made it uh, entertaining. She's kind of an antagonist a little bit. Yeah, it sucked to be the uh, only voice actor not to be called back for that show. Yeah, hey, good news. We're getting the band back together. Eh, except you. <laughs> uh, your cartoon character offends too many people. We're good. Uh, something about Elmer Fudd and guns, you know. Uh, it's, it's freaky. Uh, but... Uh, the uh, 
the Tiny Toons will be giving a second lease of life, and it will be out on HBO Max in 2021. Fun. I'm excited for that. You know what reboot does look kind of crappy, I'm not going to lie. Ooh, where are you going with this? I'm going back to Bayside, AC. Yeah. Uh, the Bayside gang is back together. Wednesday, November 25th is the premiere date uh, for Saved by the Bell, the revival. Peacock cock dropped the first full-length trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? The reason why I say that is there's a song from Katy Perry called Peacock, and that's how she says it. Peacock, cock, cock. It's like, it's like this morning. Hey, tone, 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 tone. <laughs> I digress. I haven't even had my zip fizz yet. It's still in its container, and I'm spazzing out. I wouldn't have been able Anyways, to tell otherwise. Yeah, I'm just naturally nutty this morning, which makes for good radio. Mm. Um, anyways, the new full-length trailer just dropped, and it has Mark Paul Gossler as California Governor Zach Morris. Yeah, that totally would have happened. Tiffany Amber Thiessen as California's First Lady. Um Kelly Kapowski Morris. I doubt she would have kept the Kapowski part if she got married. Um, the couple is reunited with AC Slater, played by Mario Lopez, Jesse Spano, played by Elizabeth Berkeley, and they perform in the trailer. It looks cheesetastic. They get Zach Attack back together and sing Friends Forever. <laughs> no, not good. They uh, there's a lot of nods to the old shows. Ed Alonzo was back as Max. I never liked him. Uh, Patrick Thomas O'Brien, who played Bayside math teacher, Mr. Dewey. Really? Ooh, he's still alive, but Mr. Dewey's in there. Um, noticeably absent by their, uh, by this trailer, Dustin Diamond, Screech is not here, and Lark Voorhees, Lisa Turtle, not available. Uh, I love Say by the Bell. I'm not going to lie. I base it on a lot of how old I am. I'll crack <laughs> Say by the Bell jokes at work. Goes over everybody's head. Just get um, This looks terrible. It just looks downright crappy. I, I'm glad that, you know, that uh, the gang got back together because they're all legit friends in real life. So it's really an excuse to get their friends back together and just kind of relive a little. But the serious tone on top of the cheesy tone just seems like too much mashup that it just mm, – It was. I don't think it will have the feel of what right. we grew up with. Well, and that's the thing. It was perfect for the late 80s, early 90s for that – style of television but today's tv is so vastly different from what that was that i don't think it'll play out no i don't either i just think it's gonna fall flat well and it doesn't bode well that the peacock lost uh uh you know they had a different world spinoff and it was like a more dramatic uh -huh. it already got canceled after one season so this i don't know do you have the peacock app no did you, did no. you download yeah that the only reason why I, I only have it on one device, and that's because Comcast, that's my internet provider, gave me this little box. You can't see it. It's off to the side here, and Peacock was already installed, and it's free. So the only reason why I have it, I would not pay for it. <laughs> there are some good stuff on it. I just don't need another streaming or another app to have to sign up for. Right. So. Well, and that's the thing. So yeah. Peacock and, and Quibi are pretty much the only two that I don't have. Yeah, well, you don't want Quibi. That dies December 1st. Yeah, so. nope. All right, one more entertainment news, then we'll shrink into the rather small birthday list today. All right. But uh, if you're a rock fan and you're sick of American Idol, good news. Hip Parader has announced the all-star judges for a show called No Cover. Its music competition TV show will be hosted by Alice Cooper, Bishop Briggs, not familiar with Bishop Briggs, Gavin Rosdale, Lizzie Hale, and Tosin Ab 
a bossy. Excellent! They're going to judge to help find the world's next greatest unsigned original artist. While most music competition shows, such as American Idol and The Voice, encourage musicians to cover other people's songs, no cover will spotlight artists and bands that write and record their own original music. At the end of season one, winning artists will secure a six-figure recording contract with Sumerian Records, booking agency uh, from UTA Management, Shelter Music Group. High-profile festival slots via Danny Wilmer Presents Studio Time and Nightbird Recording Studios, new gear from Gibson, band endorsements, and licensing opportunities. The entire first season will be shot at the legendary Troubadour in West Hollywood, California. Uh, the Troubadour obviously is famous for bands like Motley Crue, Van Halen, a lot of the 80s bands, Bob Dylan, uh, the Eagles, and uh, it's also the U.S. debut of uh, Elton John. It's where his place yep. first show. So, and a uh, Appetite for Destruction lineup. That's I digress. Good. That's just fun little facts there. Um, no cover will begin filming on the fabled Sunset Marquee Hotel, West Hollywood, uh, this fall. Um, yeah, I can't wait, man. This sounds pretty badass, actually. Yeah, I'm not. A I'm scrolling down to get to uh, where it's going to air. Yeah, I was going to ask that, but, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of these music competition shows. I think that most of them are staged and, and uh, you know, it's overproduced crap, but uh, this one sounds really good. Yeah, it sounds awesome. The only problem is it doesn't say where it's going to be airing. So while it's nice they've announced this thing, it does not say what channel it is. Yeah, so maybe, maybe uh, when still... I find out what it is, I'll share it in a, another entertainment news segment. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it doesn't say. Maybe they're still shopping for a home for it. So uh, yeah, well, they'll find a home for sure. That sounds just awesome. Definitely. So, rock on. That was a lengthy entertainment news. We'll scroll through real quick. The birthdays. It's my All right, Mr. Quint from Jaws, a.k.a. Richard Dreyfus, is 73. The Red Rifle, who looks absolutely horrifying in his birthday picture, Andy Dalton, is 33. <laughs> Dan Castanella, who is the voice of Homer Simpson and the genie in Return of Jafar, he's 62. Obviously, he's always going to be famous for Homer. Winona Ryder of Stranger Things, Mr. Deeds, Edward Scissorhands, she's 48. And why don't we go paint some little trees over in the corner and celebrate Bob Ross's birthday. He died at age 52 uh, in 1995. Happy heavenly birthday, Bob Ross. We'll paint some trees. And that's your birthdays for October 29th, 2020. Thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> Folks, that, next? that does it for the happy little entertainment news. When we come back, we're talking America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It's time for Florida Man. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us on Facebook Live and unfortunately not YouTube Live today because we had those technical issues. But the show will be up there after the fact. 
But in any case, you can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash. I got Puka that face. <laughs> Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four. Or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now, being that it is Thursday, as we like to do on Thursday, explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is time for Florida Man. Oh, good for you. Florida Man, Florida Man, does whatever a Florida Man can. Is he normal? No, he's not. He's a guy with some pot. Look out. <laughs> he is the Florida Man. All right, that was totally on the fly and weird. I've got... Some Florida man stories for you, kitties. And they're all freshly squeezed. They're not like these recycled eight, five years, a year ago. These are all within the last couple of weeks. <laughs> they're all fresh. Yeah. Freshly squeezed orange juice from Florida just for you. And you know where we're going first? I don't. Where are we? I don't either. We're going to Haines City, Florida, my friend. All right. Residents in this predominantly black neighborhood in Haines City, Florida, knew something was off Saturday when they saw a young white man driving a bulldozer on the street. Mm, that's <laughs> weird. As he made his way down the block, the man began running over every lawn sign in sight supporting Joe Biden. The man came onto my property, took the two Joe Biden signs I had in my yard, and then came back with a bulldozer to run down my fence. Adam Berger said, the man later identified the police as 26-year-old James Blight. He was charged with grand theft auto, trespassing, and damage destruction of property. The, the incident in Florida is the latest example of increased tension days before the election. Oh, my friends. Way to go, a-hole! It's absurd that a grown man think it's okay to just run over somebody's fence, over somebody's uh, right to vote and all that. It's just, it's funny to me. Uh, with a bulldozer, that's a little extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in uh, any other state, it would be with just a car, but leave it up to Florida, man. For uh, yeah, they, taking a bulldozer, he went, he went big time. Took a right. bulldozer, right? To just mow down signs and a fence to prove a point. Right. Florida man, it's either a bulldozer or a riding lawnmower. Um, I not we're not a political show, and I didn't add it to it because it's a long, pointless story. But uh, Obama, when he was rallying for Biden this last weekend, he refer he said Florida man was more intelligent than Trump. So <laughs> oh, that was no. some shots fired. <laughs> I didn't say it. Don't hate me. I'm just reporting the Florida man news. But let's have some more fun. We'll get out of the politics. That was it. Let's go down to Tampa, down to Treasure Island. Uh, a man in a Florida punched an Uber driver in the face when he asked him to put on a mask before getting in the car. The suspect, 30-year-old Christopher Voles, ordered no relation to uh, the Flaw lead singer, right. I don't think, ordered the Uber at 4.30 a.m. Tuesday in Treasure Island near Tampa. The driver, 60-year-old Raymond Jackson, told Vaca he had to wear a mask. Oh, he says Voles here in Vaca. Stupid thing. <laughs> wear a mask to get in. Vaca allegedly responded by blowing into his face through the driver's side window, the report said. Vaca then allegedly punched Jackson in the face after he got out of the car. He was arrested for aggravated assault of a person 65 or older, a felony, and held 50,000 bond. Ah, oh, my friend, that was probably one expensive Uber ride, you dumb son of a biscuit. Has the planet oh. gone mad? 
what? <laughs> you damn skippy it has. And then uh, here's kind of a not well, you determine if it's a weird or just stupid. We're going to Tallahassee. And we ain't talking zombie land. <laughs> Florida man didn't even realize he won one million dollars until hours after he bought the winning ticket. Lee Wingfield, 63, bought the new 200x the cash scratch-off game at the Publix in Tallahassee. He originally thought that he had only won $1,000, so he set the ticket down. I thought I had won $1,000, so I just put it in my pocket and went about my day. The night I realized my pocket had a lot more than three zeros in it, he said. I chose to take the winnings as a one-time lump sum payment of $890,000. The, re the retailer will receive $2,000 bonus commission for selling the winning ticket. So um, while that's not really a weird thing, it's just kind of, could you imagine having a million dollars in your pocket and not even knowing? Oh, yeah, even a thousand? Like, eh, no big deal. It's a thousand bucks. I'll put it in my pocket. I'd be stoked with a thousand bucks. Right, right. Well, we often say around here that words are hard. Apparently, in Florida, math is hard. You know, you math can... is extremely hard. <laughs> well, you know what's not hard for this gentleman? Uh, we're going to Gainesville, Florida. The Gainesville police arrested a man who stole, and not only did he steal a woman's five dollar bill from her, he ate it. Say what? Yeah. According to the arrest report, Henry Chambers Jr. snatched a $5 bill from Kadisha Grant's hand as it was being handed to her. The 60-year-old walked away threatening Grant in the street. Chambers then said Grant would die before he re would return the money and proceeded to put the $5 bill in his mouth, chewed it up, and swallowed it. Yummy. Chambers was charged with felony robbery by sudden snatching and booked in the Altua County Jail. Is $5. Is that, an actual, is that an actual charge? Felony by sudden snatching? Uh, well, according to this <laughs> article, it is. It sounds kind of made up BS hogwash, but uh, <sighs> I'm just trying to picture this dude. You were like, give me your five bucks. I die before I give you this. <laughs> well, my question is, what do you like me now, bitch? <laughs> what is she going to do without that? It seems to me an insurmountable amount of money. <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to pay for my foot log. That's all I had. He's like, I went to the government for a little assistance. And all I had was this $5. And this son of a bitch came up, took it from my hand. And I'm going to charge him with sudden snatching. And it's a thing. And he ate it. He ate it. Well, guess what? I didn't wash my hands after I pooped. And now you have Corona. Take that. $5 snatcher. I'm sure that's how she sounded to talk. It's like I translated to be there. It was almost like I was in Florida for those few moments. Yeah, yeah. Plus, that helped me stretch the next 40 seconds. Good. So thanks for the improv time. All right. We're going to Okaloosa County. They have some fun names down there. God bless Okaloosa. you. Uh, deputies rescued a naked man from a bridge. He was spotted naked walking around the... Chalamere Bridge early Monday morning while ignoring deputies' commands to stop the 52-year-old man from Fort Walton Beach climbed over the edge of the rail, dropped down to one of the concrete pillings, and continued to run around naked. Crews with the Niceville Fire Department's Marine Unit helped out with the rescue. The man told deputies he had no recollection of what happened and how he ended up walking across the bridge in his birthday suit. He was not hurt, but his little nudo Little Noodle was exposed <laughs> to the world. And, and we got one more, right? Type one more? We do. Now, bath salts are a hell of a drug, and I actually have a quote from that guy. Whatever, I'll do what I want. <laughs> yeah, Little Noodle, 
<laughs> All right, this one, we're going out with a bang for this week's Florida Man because the headline, well, actually, I'm just going to read it to you, and then we'll just, you'll get it when we go into it. All right. Naples, Florida, ending this week's Florida He's accused of using a 24-cent packet of Kool-Aid to rack up nearly $1,000 in fraudulent charges at Walmart in North Naples. Bradley Young, who is also a felon out of Ohio, faces grand theft and shoplifting charges, according to Kohler County Sheriff's Office. Police were called to the store around 5.45 p.m. Sunday on reports of a theft in progress. A store loss prevention officer watched him scan merchandise with a Kool-Aid packet concealed in his hand so the items ring up at 24 cents each. Young is accused of bringing up three packets and some other small items totaling to $24.44 for $994.13 worth of merchandise. The worker told police she recognized Young from a prior incident at the store. She said Young also took a soda and a fan from a shelf and then returned them to customer service, receiving a refund of $9.48. He's accused of walking out of the store with a shopping cart of unpaid items, included a scooter, valued at $2.48, a dual navigation system, valued at $1.1987, and $160 worth of batteries. Deputies, of course, were waiting for that Kool-Aid drinking son of a bitch at the store. So oh, yeah! Yeah, that's what I, I laughed at with the Kool-Aid packet. <laughs> if you're that smart to be that dumb, put the smartness to something good, you idiot. <sighs> Jeez. Well, and that's why we do this feature of Florida Man. It never Florida disappoints. Man. And these are all freshly squeezed, too. That happened just last week on October 21st, 2020. <laughs> just happened. Never disappoints. Love it nope. when we do Florida Man. Folks, when we come back, we have a segment called Come Back Now, you hear? So come back now, get here. We'll see you guys in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, for the fourth and final segment of the first hour of today's show. Still plenty of show ahead with our second hour up next, but not before we have a little fun here just rounding out uh, this first hour. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about online comebacks. You know, we talked last week a little bit about uh, comments for social media posts and how much I just love sitting back and watching the comments that are coming through. Well, every once in a while, somebody will comment on something uh, ignorantly, stupidly, whatever you want to call it. And then there's always a, a, not always, but usually there is one person who comes back with just the perfect, well, come back. So, uh, which is why we titled this segment, Come Back Now, You Hear? Totally. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> That's right, here on Christian Phoenix Radio Show, you be all ready and stuff, you know? <laughs> Tony, in your social media scrolling, any comebacks to things that people have posted that you just thought, oh man, the, that was savage, or, you know, mic drop, just 
something that somebody they they essentially had the last word without any additional comeback yeah you know i can't think of one good example but uh being uh we have this thing that uh, the employees across costco they have like the costco underground i don't know if i'm even allowed to say that you have it's to like be a fight club to get on there it's not like you can get in but um the first yeah, there's some savage comments on there yeah they, there's definitely someone that'll say something like uh you know they'll vent about their day or something and then people will come in and shut you down so you read some good stuff in there but i i don't partake in any of it you know it always seems to come back and haunt you some one way or another so i just don't do it but i have read there are sometimes i like reading people's stuff um you know a good one was uh he i haven't seen him do it in a long time but on the nfl posts there used to be this weirdo that would pop on and he'd always say dolphins fan here He'd always put like these duck lips and just a picture of him in a dolphin stuff. And there would always be this debate of like, what an idiot. And and you'd get in these back and forths mm. and they're like, I love this guy. He's funny and blah, blah, blah. It would turn into mic drop back and forth stuff that would just kill the thread. Awesome. So. Yeah. And sometimes people just post to get a rise out of other people. But uh, in cases like these, these are genuine posts and most cases for selfish reasons. For instance, you have a Twitter user, name was blurred out probably for good reasons, says uh, disabled parking should only be valid during business hours, nine to five, Monday to Friday. I cannot see any reason why people with genuine disabilities would be out beyond these times. To which the perfect comeback was we're disabled daniel we're not werewolves it's true <laughs> that, that is disabled yeah. folks werewolves they, alone, dude. they are allowed out at any time of the day they don't have to be locked into their house after dark though i think uh, more accurately he should have said we're not vampires right because werewolves are only on full moons yes <laughs> vampires don't come out like if there's any light forget about it they only come out at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on with uh, come back now, you hear? You know, there are a lot of people out there who, who think they know what's best for our armed forces. For instance, uh, this person that says, ladies, you can't be drafted. Sit down when war is discussed. To which uh, a perfect reply by this uh, we'll just call her Colonel. A lot of men have told me to sit down and shut up. Now those men call me Colonel. Oh, it's nice to see somebody like that put them in the play, in their place, especially somebody who is serving our country and doing uh, something that many of us would not necessarily choose to do. So definitely appreciate her service. Thanks, Colonel. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Too bad she wasn't Sarge. I had a sound button for for a Sarge, but not a Colonel. <laughs> That's it. So All right. I don't. Yeah. I can't even find it. So there you oh, go. I thought you had one, so I was waiting for it. But uh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. There you go. My name's Joe Exotic, and this is Sarge. <laughs> that a different kind of uh, military there, for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, with savage comebacks, we've got this one. Uh, says today, in one of our med classes, we talked about LGBT patients, and the professor isn't talk or taking anyone's crap. Student says, what if we don't feel comfortable treating someone following that lifestyle? Professor says, find a different career. Perfect. Yeah, get yeah, out of the, get out of the class. You know, yeah, what, why does that matter? 
People are people. That's it, a savage drop right there. Yeah, it was. Just get another career. Go ahead. Just go. Yeah. Yep. And uh, pretty sure if you are a med student or a doctor or a nurse that uh, the human body is the same regardless of how somebody identifies or how they were born or whatever it may be. You know, just, just do what's right and just help people. Yeah. All right. Help them. <laughs> ah, that next one was too long. We're going to skip that. All right. Okay. Ah, so this person who, who, again, culturally just doesn't understand, says, I'm late to the NYPD press conference because I couldn't find a non-Muslim cab or Uber Lyft driver for over 30 minutes. This is insanity. To which somebody replies, imagine telling your boss, sorry, I'm 30 minutes late for work because of how racist I am. Ooh. That one gets a ding, ding, ding. That was a savage one right there. That's right. true, you, you racist, ignorant a-hole. Good <laughs> lord. Uh, here's one that backfired. It says, there's nothing more satisfying than being prettier than your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Being prettier than your ex-boyfriend's new girl. Okay, got it. To which they replied, fact that he's not going for just looks anymore means you taught him a valuable lesson. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Talk Ooh. about a mic drop. I love it. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> All right, you have this person who was murdered by kindness. I can donate some bacon sandwiches and a Bible if y'all want. To which somebody replies back, we would gladly take your donation. Knowledge is something we can never have enough of. And we may feed the homeless in our area with the sandwiches. You are such a thoughtful human being. So what somebody took as a quite uh, underhanded jab at, at what somebody was trying to do. I love the approach of killing them with kindness. Yeah. I love doing that too at work. Well, I kind of have to. Sometimes when I'm getting yelled at, especially over masks and things like that, you just do it with a smile. They can't see your smile anymore. So you always just kind of look like you're... You've got to talk with your eyes. What am I saying under this mask to you right now? Oh, and you could be mouthing the worst of the worst under that mask. Oh, yeah, that's the only fun you can really have nowadays. <laughs> All right, moving on with Come Back Now, you hear? There's a picture of uh, Princess Charlotte. It says Princess Charlotte already speaks two languages at just two, year, two years old, to which somebody replies, so do most children of immigrants, but I guess it's less impressive if you're poor. Yeah, nobody cares about the poor. They only want to know what's going on with the Royals. Ooh. Ooh. Who cares about the Royals? All right. Uh, Kansas City. They have a baseball <laughs> team after them. <laughs> oh, oh, you know. That, that was pretty good. All right. And then finally, <laughs> as we head into our long break, it says uh, Bernie Sanders should be forced to give away 90% of his birthday cake, to which somebody replies, this is how birthday cakes work when you have friends. Kind of makes sense. In any case, folks, we are heading into our long break. When we come back, it is our call-in topic of terrifying TV. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s.
Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. And welcome back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Speaking of crazy, I'm still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo, who's all high on life, not even hopped up on Zip Fizz yet. How you doing, Tony? Not yet. Not yet. Still there. <laughs> um, I'm doing good, man. The, the first hour flew by as usual. Did the normal smoothie thing. I was going to do a little gag uh, when I came back, but I couldn't get the song that I was looking for for that gag, so I'll have to oh. save it for another day. But that's okay. Something to look forward um, to. Yeah, hopefully you guys are getting us out there in uh, the social media land. I think the interaction today might be a bit on the... Uh, but that's because Facebook, YouTube, it doesn't seem like any of the social media is really working well today. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you pretty much carried the first hour tone because I don't know if you folks could tell how flustered I was, not only by the last minute fixes and technical glitches that I needed to do, I mean, literally right up to the seconds before the show, but then we're dealing with Facebook. Facebook won't allow watch parties and won't allow me to share to groups. And I have a feeling it's because they've put new things into effect between now and the elections to try and limit the spread of misinformation or uh, you know, trying to influence the way the elections go. But in any case, that sort of limits our reach uh, here live and in the moment. So uh, hopefully you guys it are getting really us. Yeah, interaction might be a little limited today. Limits our reach. Oh. oh, sorry, I was testing. We are on. We are on Facebook. So we you exist. Guys chime right here. This next segment's designed for you. That, that is it. Now, uh, as Tony mentioned, this is the interact portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and the watchers. Now, the way we've been working it is we give you the next day's topic today, so that way you guys can call in on the Phoenix line at any point during the day. So if you get a lunch break, if some inspiration hits you, you can do that and you don't have to wait for this moment in time when we do it each and every day. So give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. And we'll give you tomorrow's topic at the end of the segment, uh, the next segment when we finish this one up. Now, speaking of call-in topics, today is terrifying TV. We're sticking with our Halloween theme, obviously. Yeah, we're headed into Halloween this Saturday. We've talked about movies. We've talked about costumes. We've talked about parties. We've talked about real-life haunted houses. We haven't talked about terrifying TV yet. And with uh, so many great streaming stations out there, TV is better than it used to. TV is even better than movies now there's more original Look, content they do it real good yeah yes. coming out on tv versus in in the theaters and so there's so much to choose from but tony i wanted to turn it over to you terrifying tv whether it's a horror series or something just spooky or scary what is your pick for terrifying tv spooky scary skeletons um there's not a lot of things that really scare me uh, when this, you know, when it comes to that. But I would say you, your t most terrifying show to this day to me is The Walking Dead. Even though the show got really stale, long in the tooth, 
I mean, just the way uh, they Greg Nicotero does up the zombies, they mm-hmm. look so terrifying. And at times, uh, there's some there's some scenes where you're just like, whoa, you know, like they do a really good job amping up the horror. And and you know, while it doesn't scare me and stuff, but if I watch, you know, there has been times where some of that stuff has appeared in a dream where I'm like, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> you know. So they do a great job with that. So that would be my scary i'm using the quotation marks if you're just listening uh but my most enjoyable halloween stuff every year is the simpsons treehouse of horror love it it's always original always fun out totally out of left field so big fan of the simpsons treehouse of horror definitely not scary just enjoyable so this would be kind of my one and a half well my two i'm kind of doing two yeah that makes sense yeah walking dead does a great job of towing the line of what they're allowed to do you know there's three tiers of television there's network television which is equivalent to like pg tv they can only get away with so much there's cable television like amc usa tnt tbs that they can get away with a little bit more but it's a little bit closer to pg-13 and then there is paid television like hbo showtime and then the streaming services which they can get away with rated r stuff and uh you know the walking dead is a great pg-13 horror that uh I mean, it does a great job of almost making it feel like a rated R type program. Yeah, it does not feel cheaply made. Never has. It's always felt top notch, like movie theater, uh, movie quality type production. It's fantastic. They do a really good job with that. That they do. Uh, for me, my pick would be Netflix's Stranger Things. You know, it has that oh, perfect great, combination. Great of, choice. Yeah, great choice. You get that 80s nostalgia. Obviously, Tony and I grew up kids of the 80s. And so we love seeing that. And then just the the world that they've created with these characters and the Upside Down and Eleven and and uh, the experimentation on these kids it is spooky it's heartwarming it's funny it is a great all-around show that i think would qualify as terrifying tv oh absolutely i forgot all about that man great choice i like that i was actually um with all these wildfires going on here like thank god they're a little tame now because we just had that snowfall but Mm -hmm. they're still going there was one night i got home the ash was falling so much and the way it looked like uh, as i was going in my house it looked like the upside down there was just ash all over the cars of course it's fall time so the leaves are down branches are on the ground so it kind of looks like a war zone so it totally felt like the upside uh the upside down i was like whoa this is (laughs) creepy i was waiting for an alien to come barreling out of the trailer park across the way (laughs) there you go start calling you will yeah but folks you know that is what we're lurking we are we're lurking for well lurking we're lurking for we're lurking for you to please chime in please (laughs) we want to watching out there don't be will do the lights exactly we want you guys to chime in now on our facebook page uh, the live video at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio let us know what your pick is for terrifying tv more to come stay tuned Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
Now back to the show. Indeed, this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. Now we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of our show where we want to hear from you guys. The listeners and watchers want you to chime in right now on our Facebook Live video. That's over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just comment there in the comment section and let us know what your pick is for the most terrifying TV. Uh, Before the break, we gave you our picks. Tony picked The Walking Dead and, of course, the classic Treehouse of Horror Simpsons episodes that come out around this time. And uh, I mentioned Stranger Things, which is a fantastic Netflix show. Can't wait for season three to come. Can't be here soon enough. Now, Tony, on your end, has anybody chimed in with their pick for terrifying TV? Today, unfortunately, no one has chimed in on my side and we sort of expected as much facebook is being very weird um isn't that weird (laughs) it 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 just it's one of those things you know isn't that weird (laughs) (laughs) as you say uh, mike and lacy normally chime in uh because they watch on youtube but obviously the youtube stream's not going no so it's possible why they have not chimed in yeah Uh, It's just, it's one of those days where the show itself is going well, but everything around the show is just having issues, things that are outside of our control. But uh, you know what? We persevere nonetheless. But uh, that's why we have backup topics or our backup uh, uh, supplemental um, information for you. For instance, a list of the most terrifying TV shows that are available for streaming right now. It's all run through these, see if you've seen any of them tone. How about uh, the Netflix series that came out last October, The Haunting of Hill House? No, I've heard that was a great show. I have not watched it though. Um, they have a, now another one out, The Haunting of Eli Manor, which is- Bly Manor, yep. Bly Manor, okay. So uh, have not watched it, but uh, it definitely looked definitely creepy so yeah and so Bly Manor is actually the sort of the second season of Hill House it looks like they're doing sort of this anthology series so that uh, you know next October we're going to get the haunting of the Stanley Hotel or something along those lines which which would be pretty cool now the haunting of Hill House is a show that we started got about three quarters of the way through and uh, Jesse is nicknamed uh, Miss Impatient Noncompletist because uh, we will get start up on series and then she has loses the desire to complete it. I'm a completist. I want to see everything through to the end. For instance, uh, a good the good place with uh, uh, Kristen Bell and uh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson, yeah, great show. We still have not watched the series finale because Jesse refuses to let that show go. I don't know she why. She doesn't want it to go. Yep. So uh, that's the same case with The Haunting of Hill House that, uh, again, we've gotten about three quarters of the way through. It's a fantastic series, but uh, every time I bring it up, she's like, no, not tonight. No, no, let's do something else. It's like, it infuriates. Do it! (laughs) It infuriates the completest in me. Disappointed! Uh, love that uh, moving on with uh, terrifying TV. Here's one I've seen pop up on Hulu, but uh, don't really know anything about. Maybe you've seen it, Tony. A show called Monsterland. Do you know anything about it? Never heard of it. 
Me neither. It says, uh, oh, this, just Hulu's terrifying new anthology horror series, which is a creep, as creepy as it is atmospheric. Every story features a different monster, but my personal favorite stars Taylor Schilling and Roberta Cullendrez as a couple whose relationship uh, disintegrates, if you will. Again, don't know what that necessarily refers to because I haven't seen it yet, but, uh, you know, anthology horror series are all the rage right now. You've got... Um, uh, American Horror Story. You have that was kind of the first one I thought. Yeah, uh, Black yeah. Mirror, the resurgence of the Twilight Zone. Um, I love them. I you know I being yeah. a, a Twilight Zone fan growing up, I love these standalone stories that tell a complete you know beginning, middle, and end uh, each episode. Absolutely, yeah. And Black Mirror is different, man. That's a weird one. Yeah, that one is like the Twilight it's Zone. It's a trippy show. Yeah, but all based around technology. And so some of the yeah. weird things that you can do with I, that. Did you watch the Miley Cyrus one? That was weird. I have not. I have not yet. That was, that was a weird episode. Not listed on here is a new Hulu series that uh, I sent Tony the trailer to a couple weeks ago. But it's actually a Marvel series called Hellstrom that looks pretty creepy. Mm, Haven't started creepy. it yet. but looks great. Yeah, anything by Marvel, it, and it's supposed to be a spinoff of the whole Ghost Rider, uh, sort of the Dark Avengers, and uh, Hellstrom is from the comic book series from Marvel called Son of Satan, and so uh, looks like they do it up pretty well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. I have not watched it yet either, so can't give a review or a thought, but the trailer looks badass, that's yeah. for sure. Part of the problem is there's so many good TV shows and movies out there, it's so hard to just stay on top of all of them. It, no. It's almost... <laughs> I say this in jest, but uh, you know, getting the coronavirus and being quarantined for two weeks and not being allowed to go out, you can get a, uh, caught up on a lot of TV. Yeah. You son of a bitch! I don't wish you... <laughs> don't wish it on anybody, but you know. No, what I no, mean. no. I didn't take that. I said that yesterday on the show. How I, if I had it, you know, when I was definitely sounding a lot worse, I was like, well, you know, on the bright side, if I could just kick it and watch TV for two weeks, I ain't gonna bitch about it, right? Because uh, I'm, a, I'm an active person. It would probably drive me more nuts to have to sit there. Um, but uh, you know, it. I was thinking that as you said it, so we're on the same page. Tony, you and I are insensitive pricks. We uh, are. A couple <laughs> of... Uh, what the? What are we, Arnie? Oh, you're not going to talk now? You son of a bitch! <laughs> Is uh, left out the ass, you sons of bitches! Moving on with ter right. terrifying TV. Here is a series we have started watching. Who knows if we'll actually finish it, thanks to uh, Miss Impatient Non-Completist. Uh, Ratchet, have you uh, started watching that one? It follows uh, Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Nope. That one nope. is... <laughs> the, the story is fantastic. It is visually stunning. And uh, it's, it's a really good show. Well worth checking out. And then, uh, you know, it's uh, from Ryan Murphy, who, of course, did American Horror Story and, of course, cast Sarah Paulson in everything. She stars as Nurse Ratched. So uh, well worth a check out. Awesome. No, I actually, I've never even seen the trailer of it. Don't even know. So thank you. You are very welcome. Here's thank you. 
Here, here's another one that looked super interesting. We actually watched the first episode of it, but uh, I was so tired I ended up falling asleep halfway through. Not because it was boring, just because I was tired. So I want to go back and, and re-watch it, but it's a Lovecraft Country on Amazon Prime Video. Do you know anything about that one, Tone? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Just just to give you an idea of the pedigree of it, it's from executive producer Jordan Peele. So if you like Get Out Ooh, or yes, Us yes. or the new Twilight okay. Zone series, you'll get a sense of, you know, the Okay, the well, once you this. said Jordan Peele, I get, I get the real good sense of what this is about, which is a good thing. Based off the title, I'm like, eh, I don't I have no idea. Sounds like a drama or something. It's, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, um, I don't know. Go, go watch. In fact, I'm going to post this on our Facebook page so you guys can watch the trailer. Decide for yourself if it's something you want to binge right here before Halloween kicks off. But moving on with our terrifying TV. A Netflix series that actually has just found its resurgence from a show back when we were kids, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, Talking true crimes. Show. Robert Stack, unfortunately, is no longer the uh, narrator for it. He did pass away. I don't even know, know who narrates this one, but uh, I heard that this reboot is just fantastic. Yeah, Unsolved Mysteries was always creepy because it's based on real events, and that's what makes it so creepy is it's not fictional as it's actually you know it's actual so i yeah. guess no that would make sense right not it's based on non-fictional it's non-fiction like, so it yeah. it's a non-fictional show right? yeah so, and sometimes reality is stranger than fiction sometimes i said sometimes yeah. twice i don't know why but uh in any case unsolved <laughs> mysteries was always great for putting you in that that mind frame that dude the one growing up that creeped me out you know another creepy show back in the day Obviously, it's not modern anymore, but X Files that was a yes. creepy ass show back in yeah. back in when we were growing up. Yeah, I loved that show, and it, that I did too. That was Ooh, back was during creepy. the time of appointment television, where you know you you blocked out an hour of your I forget what day it was. I want to say it was Thursday, and uh, you would sit down and watch X Files and want to know what the smoking man was doing or if uh, the truth was actually found because the truth is yeah. out there. It's out there. And then finally... the creepy, ominous music, too. Oh, yeah. Finally rounding out uh, Terrifying TV. A Hulu series that uh, we watched the first season of, but it's all based around the works of Stephen King. It is a series called Castle Rock. Ironically, uh, the city oh, I yeah. lived in when I lived in uh, Colorado. Uh, not the same Castle Rock, but uh, it, it's great to see bits and pieces of Stephen King properties that you love all sort of meld themselves together in this really weird and uh, surreal um, show about this town in Castle Rock. So uh, well worth checking out, but folks, that does it for Terrifying TV. Tomorrow's call-in topic is inappropriate costumes. Uh, the more offensive, the better. I've been looking forward to this one all holiday season. Folks, when we come back, it's time for Missed Connections. We'll see you guys in a few. Get up. 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Hey, we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. Now, we mentioned it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you want to share your terrifying TV with us, or you want to call in on tomorrow's topic, which is inappropriate costumes. Uh, And like I said, the more offensive, the better. Obviously, we don't recommend you go out in that, but uh, you know what? People do strange things, and I'm sure you've seen at a Halloween party, or even worse or in this case better, somebody who's dressed up their kid as something grossly inappropriate. Well, we want you to chime in on the Phoenix line. That number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, wanted to revisit a topic that we've done a couple times before, but we always love. We're talking Craigslist missed connections. Now, for those of you before the era of Tinder and Bumble and Plenty of Fish and all of that, we had this thing called Craigslist, which was just a basic uh, classified section where you could post things for sale, things you wanted to buy. You could uh, look for a date, or in this case, you could look for missed connections where something happened out in the wild. You put your story up on Craigslist and pray that that person found it and will (laughs) get back to you. Um, Tony, I know you love doing this one, and uh, I don't know, did you prepare any that uh, were local to you or? Uh, Yeah, I've I've got it up right here. Now, I didn't pre-read them, so we'll just kind of go with them okay well um, tell you what before uh before we get to yours we'll go ahead and give you guys a yeah, sense yeah. of exactly what we're talking about here uh this first one and actually uh, it fits in well to our next major holiday it's titled to the girl throwing up from her cab man for woman you were discharging a thanksgiving day's feast worth of vittles and booze onto the pavement of market while i cheered you on from the car behind yours You played your part perfectly in covering the city with freshly minted aromas of regurgitated cranberry sauce and vodka. I played mine with equal grace, impregnating the vacant morning air with the clamorous hootings of a drunkard. It was a moment we shared that we will always have. They can never take that away from us. Please don't ever change. Ah, it's true love. Wow. (laughs) Must be love. That's over now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you Loughlin, got Colorado just right just right down the street from here I must say I could not help notice you in your Trump mobile a Trump sticker regardless of my political affiliations you are a handsome man and honestly would not mind talking to you over coffee or more thank you for the smile in the parking lot sugar you were over at the King Supers on Eagle Drive I hope you see this love ya <sighs> yeah. never change <laughs> if that's you, reach out because it sounds like absolutely true love. Yeah, again, just love is in the air. We were talking a little bit about uh, some of the uh, technology apps to, to try and connect people up. Well, there's this one where they put on misconnections. You finally blocked me on Grinder. Can't believe you finally did it. You know who you are. If you want to know what my proposal was, then message me. Um, I'm going to pass on that. I, I don't think I want to know what his proposal was. Yeah. His uh, proposal proposal? Was that a meanie greenie thing? 
All right. Probably one of those proposals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's go to Walgreens. I think your name was Holly. You had a cute dino face mask, and you just seemed like a really sweet soul. I bought the water pick thing that you suggested, and you struggled to get the security device off. I hope we could meet up sometime. Call me. <laughs> okay, like if you have her number, dude, I figure you'd just reach out to her, maybe? You would think so, but uh, you know yeah. what? Every once in a while, you give somebody else the number and they either never call or it's one of those things where uh, they give you the wrong number because they want to be polite but they don't want to tell you off in so many words yeah <laughs> all right uh, this next one and uh, i would say that this guy has a particular type it's titled redhead men for women says i love redheads if you are a redhead, please contact. I will do anything for you. Thanks, Christian Phoenix. I mean, Al. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. That's good stuff, pal. <laughs> I, it's it's fair enough to say I've got a, a weakness for redheads, and uh, Jesse is just that. And so, perfect fit right there. Yeah, you get a little weak at the knees, big dog. Hello, nice. <laughs> Uh, we have a local brewery here called Max Lime Brewery. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, you and uh, another lady rode your horses to the Max Lime Brewery. You were seated in the middle of two other ladies, one with a new puppy. We smiled at each other and you waved. <laughs> I was the gentleman sitting with his young son. I would have liked to talk to you, but you were occupied with your friends and your horses. I'd love to meet you for a beer at Max Lime or Intersect. That's another brewery. Um, heard you say you go there as well. I was eavesdropping. Hope you see, or someone who knows you might let you know that you read this and let you know. A lot of letting somebody know. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, lady that came riding in on the horse, I think you're hot. You waved at me, but I think you were just being nice. You could have actually waved to the bartender behind me, but I think it was me. So go ahead, get a hold of me, meet you at the bar. I know where you live. I also know your name's Kate. So that's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> a little stalker. I ad lib that whole oh, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I added that whole second part was all ad lib, baby. My question is I'm who... just thinking in my mind, like the way he was like, I overheard you liked Intersect. I overheard you mind your own business. Get the hell out of my conversation. ABC your way out of this conversation, sir. <laughs> I thought Intersect was a euphemism for something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Now it's another brewery here in uh, the Collins of the Fort. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, it makes me wonder who is actually still checking misconnections on Craigslist. Uh, just you and me for a segment on a, the Christian Phoenix radio show. There you go. Well, moving on with misconnections, speaking of Craigslist, uh, I'm starting to sense a theme. For instance, this one titled to the pretty woman on the G who threw up on me. We met last <laughs> Thursday, riding the train a little before noon. Despite your slumped over demeanor, I could tell you were very pretty and dressed very well. I took the only open seat next to you. I have to admit, I wrote you off as hungover. But when your head popped up from your lap to vomit outwards, I knew you were the real deal. I tried to keep the conversation as light as possible after you told me how embarrassed you felt and how your antibiotics were messing with your stomach <laughs> and mine. I was honestly impressed that you had attempted to go to work that morning in your condition, but didn't want to bother you. Then the train stalled for 15 minutes and we stopped talking. Everyone watched it slide down to the other end of the train, and I felt awful that I didn't have a plastic bag to offer in case it happened again. You got off at a stop before I did. 
Let me know if you want to take a second crack at this. I think we hit it off well in spite of your condition. I hope you are feeling better. This guy sounds desperate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty desperate dude sometimes too, but not that desperate. No, no. I, I, oh, God, no. In that case, I would I would just let bygones be bygones and, and just know it, it's probably not meant to be. Nah, not happening. <laughs> hey, this one took place at a Target here in Fort Collins. Target parking lot. Um, I helped you get your TV into your Subaru. That's the Colorado car of choice. We chatted and made a flirty connection and I regret not taking the bait. You're the woman, you look like you're in your 40s and you had a tank top on and you like showing me your your non-shaved armpits. I'm really into that, so contact me. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Yeah, that'd be like the turnoff. I'm still scarred from 1980-something uh, when uh, David Charles and I got a hold of uh, that Madonna Playboy, and I was so stoked to see the material girl in all her glory. <laughs> in all of her funny, material world. I did see everything was in her glory. Uh, the chops and the beard, they were... <laughs> it was it was quite serpico man it was very flowy <laughs> uh, well there is somebody out there for everyone so let's laughs and levities man laughs and levities exactly uh this next one oh this guy's got issues it says four years ago man for woman i had sex with your mother i am sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't change that. Oh! <laughs> I hope his name is Coral. <laughs> I spent most of my life searching for that special relationship, and I threw it all away for oral with a drunk, slutty whore. No offense. What we need to do is move on. Yes, I'm still married to Catherine. Yes, I still love you. Please, let's make this work. Let's get high and watch Disney movies naked like we used to do before I went to TDC. I love you. Wow. Right. <laughs> creep alicious people out here, dude. Slept with the mother while cheating on the wife. Uh, I, how can you not reach out to this guy and give him a second chance? Yeah, this sounds like a uh, something that's set up on, uh, on a uh, dirty channel, set up for a dirty movie. Right. Something you used to God, need a yeah. little black box for. And yeah, you... exactly. <laughs> channel 3 scramble spicy there you go <laughs> well folks that does it for this edition of Miss Connections when we come back it's the final segment of the show it's time for this day in history don't go anywhere Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we made it to the fourth and final segment of the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, October 29th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, you can do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Oh, yeah! Uh, Macho Man saves us all again. 
Evening again, that's right. Coming back from the dip for a special Halloween episode. Not gonna let go or the state puff get here. No, I'm not Christian. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think Macho Man would recommend that uh, while you are there, you be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because why, Tone? Sharing is caring. Yeah. <laughs> and sharing is just caring if you don't understand what macho man says sharing Brother. is caring and it's like that's my favorite sound bite words I, are hard I have quite a few that we play but that's that's one of the tops oh, i love that one that fits so well into what we often say around here words are hard yeah they are. But despite that, what we like to do every day at this time is drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh as well. It's time for This Day in History. Reverse in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right. Thank you, Siri. Kicking uh. off This Day in History. This day in 1618, English adventurer, writer, and courtier Sir Walter Raleigh is beheaded for allegedly conspiring against King James I of England. Boy, they really like cutting people's heads off back then. They sure do. K.O. <laughs> you donezo. <laughs> I think off this, for the heads. I think this one's a little more apt. Fatality. Yeah, that was a more fitting one. <laughs> Slept with my mom, off with his head. <laughs> Cheating on his wife? Off with his head. Sneeze without saying God bless you? Off with his head. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> uh, this day in 1692, <laughs> the court of Oyer and Terminer conveyed for Salem witch trials is dissolved. So this ended the unnecessary killing of women who were most definitely not witches. Definitely not. It's Somebody put me back in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have a witch button. I, I don't either. <laughs> All right. Anderson sisters here. <laughs> uh, this Put a spell on you, and now you're mine. Is that if uh, Adam Sandler did uh, Hocus Pocus? That's right. That's right, Christian. And the Sanderson sisters, too. I heard Halloween is upon us. <laughs> Halloween is upon us. <laughs> Mr. Lambert? Mr. Lambert, do you have a dog? <laughs> oh, moving on with it's this. Yes, a, a big dog, Mr. Lambert. <laughs> moving on with this day in history. <laughs> this day in 1787, the opera Don Giovanni, music by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, libretto by Lorenzo de Ponta, premieres at the National Theater of Bohemia in Prague. Boy, that was a lot of very large words that I actually made through. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Dude, I was going to say, you get, you did not Filippo that. I, I I hook line sinkered every word, even if you messed up, it sounded nice. It's almost like I. So nice, Christian Phoenix <laughs> is an opera man. It's almost like I talk for a living. You know, you, you... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this day in 1814, the Demologus is the first steam powered warship that is launched. Uh, at least it wasn't the Demigorgon. Yeah, I was thinking Demigorgon once you said that. That would be terrifying. Would, would you say that was the ship was the Demi Lovato? The, yeah. <laughs> the Demologos. I'm going to start a side band called Demologos. Ooh. We are Demologos, mother truckers. Okay. And this is my lead singer. My name is Jeff. He's a badass singer because his name is. My name is Jeff. Ooh, Demo Gordas. 
<laughs> Moving on this day in 1888, Lord Salisbury grants Cecil Rhodes <laughs> charter for British South Africa Company. I wonder if they celebrated with a steak afterwards. That's what I was going to ask. Was he the creator of Salisbury Steaks? Hey, everybody, it's Salisbury Steak Day. I wouldn't or be was surprised. That chef, right? Hey, children. Hey, Salisbury Steak Day. That's a <laughs> terrible Isaac Hayes. I'm sorry. That's I don't okay. have that deep soul voice. Yeah. Well, we know that the Earl of Sandwich created the sandwich, so, hey, I wouldn't put past uh, Lord Salisbury for making a uh, uh, gravy steak. Get in my belly! Come on! <laughs> oh, Boy, there is a lot of things that happened uh, in between then and here where, uh, boy, just not all that interesting. But this one sort of is. <laughs> this day in 1958, Boris Pasternak refuses the Nobel Prize for Literature. Now, I don't know if it was the case back then, but I know now if you win a Nobel Prize, it comes with a $1 million cash reward as well. Uh, how could you refuse that? Why, why would you say, nah, I'm, I'm good? I'm good. I, I don't need a million dollars. My wife, Natasha, she would not let me because of the moose and squirrel. I was unable to take literature. So I could not do my plans because Natasha would not let me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it's very rude. I wanted a million dollars, but moose and squirrel would take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on this day in 1960. Woo! Cassius Clay, also known as Muhammad Ali, it is his first professional fight where he beats Tooney Hunsaker on points in six rounds in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, what is it? He floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee. I wonder if that mm -hmm. was still the case. Uh, oh, yeah! For his Get first up, fight. little Mac. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just slamming on those buttons, trying to get him up. If you could find a, a pink uh, sweatsuit and green boxing gloves, that would be a hell of a Halloween costume. Yeah, I should look. I have a, I have a day to do this, two days to do this. <laughs> I have an idea of what I'm going to whip up real fast, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, here's a guy who probably wished he could go back in time this day in 1982. Car maker John DeLorean is indicted for drug trafficking. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what that gets, right? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, gosh. Where's my sound button for that one? Hey, Scott! 1.21 gigawatts! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he was found with 1.21 gigawatts worth of cocaine. Cocaine, no doubt. It was make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> it was the 1980s, so it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past it. This day in 1982, also the same day, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson released The Girl Is Mine. I forgot they had collaborated on that. Yeah. That was uh, his off-the-wall record, right? Or The Wall? Off uh, the 1982. Wall? It's before Thriller. Yes, it was off the wall. Because uh, in my baby book, yes, I have a baby book. And uh, it says, apparently my favorite song when I was a little kid was um, uh, was uh, Pretty Young Thing. Okay. Apparently I must, as a baby, I must have bobbed to, to that song or you, something. You like the PYT? PYT. Pretty Dee -dee -dee -dee. 
Uh, speaking of music, this day in 1994, Pink Floyd finishes their final concert tour at Earl's Court in London. Uh, they are one of those bands that I would have liked to have seen, but uh, sadly may never get the chance to see them. No, I think the closest thing you can get to is like, uh, well, if touring ever resumes and all that stuff, but Roger Waters' The Wall, mm -hmm. that experience, I think I've heard is about the closest it gets. Yeah, problem is without David Gilmore, it's just not Pink Floyd to me. Yeah, it's one of those things. It would be like uh, if you took a legendary band like Metallica and James wasn't the voice, it was somebody else, it just wouldn't be Metallica. Right. It's if you like have Lars on the drums, that'd be fine, but it's not Metallica. Or if it's James without Everybody Lars else, or yeah. Kirk, it's still not Metallica. It's just James at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but uh, let's move on this day in 1998. <laughs> The Space Shuttle Discovery blasts off on STS-95 with 77-year-old John Glenn on board, making him the oldest person to go into space. <sighs> I mean, at 77, I just hope I'm not this guy. I pooped my pants. Well, Yowie, wowie. he double-dipped, man. He was the oldest man to ever go to space, and he pooped his pants, I'm sure. Astronauts, oh. man, you poop and pee in your thing. That is true. You know what? Yeah. It's the best of both worlds. We'll, yeah. we'll, maybe once everybody reaches 70, we'll just launch them into space and they can live out their final years there. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I, did, I see uh, Earth from uh, the air. I talk to Adam Sandler and I poop myself on the daily. And also this uh, tangy uh, yellow stuff. It's not just tang. It's pee and tang. There's some nutrients in it. Though. <laughs> Yummy. All and right. I'm glad I stayed single and did a radio show. It was a good time. <laughs> This day in 2008, while we are waiting for the next iteration of this, well, Quantum of Solace, the 22nd James Bond film starring Daniel Craig and Olga Korolenko, premieres in London. Uh, I enjoyed oh, that yeah. one. In fact, I enjoy all the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Uh, I can't wait for No Time to Die. Yeah, he's an awesome Bond. I really like him. Yep. Uh, he, go, he ranks up there to me like Sean Connery will always be the most legendary Bond I love Pierce Brosnan in this Bond. That I do too. The Bond for us in our high school years. Um, definitely, uh, but Daniel Craig, very good. Yep. So he took over after Brosnan, right? He did. He did. Okay. All right. And before we let you guys go for the day, it's time to run down a couple of the holidays. For instance, holidays. Today is International Internet Day. Isn't every day? Oh, yeah. Internet hey, day? well, we're utilizing it yep. on the daily. Today is National Cat Day. Eh, hard pass. Mm, I, I like cats. It's National Oatmeal Day. It is World Stroke Ooh. Day. And it is National Hermit Day. So go out and visit your favorite hermit. Oh, wait, that defeats the purpose. <laughs> Folks, yeah, we, we will be back tomorrow with our Friday show. And good news, everyone. Friday! Enjoy your Thursday. That's good news. Have a great day, everybody.